Today's Gemara Nivam Mestaf Ayin Hey. All the learning has been generously sponsored as an incredible schutz for Hashem Chadolei Basaradina. We are hoping and praying and davening and learning that Amir Tashem all the learning should be an incredible schutz for Chadolei Basaradina to have a complete recovery. As well as learning is a schutz shidduch for Zochaim Dora Tamzib Basarocha Shlomo Levizava Vibentalishim and Chayav Lumiut Zvas Asima Malka. As well as schutz for Shlomo Levizava Vibentalishim and Chayav Lumiut Zvas Asima Malka. As well as schutz for Shlomo Levizava Vibentalishim and Chayav Lumiut Zvas Asima Malka. As well as schutz for Shlomo Levizava Vibentalishim and Chayav Lumiut Zvas Asima Malka. As well as schutz for Shlomo Levizava Vibent and we're in the middle of trying to figure out which part of the Tahira process refers to which entity. The three stages being going to the mikvah, the sun setting, and bringing a karbanais. We have chuma, we have Ma- we have Maiser Shani, we have chuma, and we have Kachim. We already had one terrace, we finished up yesterday with the second terrace of Rava. Now we are holding six lines on the bottom, and Rav Shisha of Edi comes along and asks, Can you suggest the deposit here is referring to Truma again. These are within the two psukim of Abaya, who said that we're referring to Yehledes. For Atani, we learned in the Brisa Dabrel Bnei Yisrael. In the Bnei Yisrael, Kiyaris v'Shivcham Yishcharos Bnei. How do we know that the pasuk includes even a Giyaris? And a shivcha, that when they give birth, they also have a dinner of a yoledes that they are tame. Tamaloimar isha, visakadaito bichuma. And if you're gonna tell me that this pasuk of yoledes teaches me the din about tama with regard to eating chuma, gyarius and shivcha, benezmecha, chuma ninu. What's going on? A gyarius and shivcha are never allowed to eat chuma. So my rava says rava back, veloi. Really? Is it what you're saying correct? Vaksev, what we learned in the Pasuk is we turn over to Ayin, hey, Amir Aleph, Bechol Kaidesh, Eloi Siga, says in the Pasuk that any Kachim she's not allowed to touch, Le Rabbi's had Shuma, which comes to include Shuma, that we see that a Ger and a Shivcha, that even though you're right, they're not allowed to eat Shuma, still the Psukim are referring to Shuma. They're referring to the fact that the Master, the Rav, the Odoin, tells them, Bechol Kaidesh, Eloi that you're not allowed to touch the chuma. So rather says Rava the pasuk we have to de- we have to compartmentalize the pasuk that it does teach us the rule about chuma even though it's not really fully applicable to the ger and the shivcha mishachreres says the gemara okay that really concludes yesterday but ask the gemara why do we need three different sukim by by Chumaz Rashi over here uh, delineates the three different psukim. So explains the Gemara. You know, I need the three psukim. If we just had the pasuk about the zera aroin mitzaras zav, which was yesterday the bottom of Alman Aleph, lavi adana b'mai kaz rachmana, I wouldn't know what the Torah is talking about. So ubash loyavi adana b'mai. I would not have known what we're referring to. So, the sun said you become tar, and then you can eat from Kachim, which refers to Chuma. Which, by the way, if you're thinking this is really going to the Shaklatara that we had yesterday in Amad Beast, and we're saying that each Pasuk comes to answer another Kasha. Pasuk number one, we wouldn't know what it's referring to, so then Pasuk number two to tell us about Chuma. Pasuk number two, I wouldn't know that even if you needed a kapar, you don't have to bring that kapar. So therefore, we need the pasig of 
and Melois. Because Rachmana Melois, we just had a third Pasik. Have a minafilu bloit fila. We think you don't even need the tfila. The carbon itself is enough. So Kasrachmana had a shayitayer. Therefore, the Pasik had to write all three psukim. And these three psukim are, are combining to teach us that this Tainulachtana, the polygalay, and ask the Gemara, but according to the Tana that argues on Tana there, Ishmael, Tamar, Bizaval Gimel Riois, Ovitzaira Mochlarakasamidabra. If you remember yesterday in Amad Base, we came along and we said, according to Rabbi Yishmael, everything is great. Because Rabbi Yishmael explains to us that the Pasuk is referring to a Zavbal Shteirius and a Mitzayra Muskar, both of which are not completely tame. So says the Gemara, fine, but what about those who argue on Rabbi Yishmael? And says then no, that when the Pasuk says, Zera Aroin Zav and Saras, it means a full-fledged Zav, it means a full-fledged Mitzayra. And now the Pasuk takes on a new meaning. Adashayitar means you need to bring a carbon because it's talking about a Zava Gedayla. It's talking about Mukhlat. In these cases, you need to bring a carbon. So I asked the Gemara, So now we're back to square one. Now we have two Psukim teaching us the same thing. So explains the Gemara, I would have thought Misham the Meroba Tomasa Ledes has a lot of Tameh. She's Tameh for, depending on if she had a boy or a girl, it's going to be many, many days. As Rashi points out, for Nekeva, there's going to be 80 days of Tomah. 66 and 33, 66 and 34. Four, I believe. Avol bezav imaloi, but by bezav, obviously the toma is not as much. I would think not. Because Rachmana bezav deloyotam echlaloi. I would thought a zav is not um ex, uh, um is not exempted. It's not pulled out of the category of what we're referring to. Avol yoladas imaloi. Tzrichan. That's the reason why we need both. So can says the Gemara. But one second. Bemayim yuva v'tame at erev lamali. Why do we need that pasuk? This pasuk refers to teach us about the iser of negia of touching chuma. Then not only if. Not only if one is Tameh, he's not going to eat Truma before he goes to the Mikvah. And, and as Erev Shemesh, as we just learned, again, the three categories, A, being Meiser Shani, just needs Mikvah. B, Truma needs sun, Nightfall. Kachim C, needs uh, the Kapara the next morning. So I would have thought it only has to do with regard to eating it. But how do we know you're not even allowed to touch the Truma before you have Erev Shemesh? Titania, as we learned in our Bryce of Tameh, it says in the Apostolic, Vitam, I would think he's telling me for everything until Erev Shemesh, till the night fall. So we have conflicting words in the puzzle that we don't know exactly what's going on. So how Kate said, how do we reconcile this difference? Kan the Meiser, Kan the Chuma, as we just said. The Meiser Shani, your tar, after you go to the mikvah for Chuma, you need to have nightfall, you need to have Erev Shemesh. The classical Kasha, how do you know? How do you know? Chuma and Meiser. How do you know which one is which? Which one is right after the mikvah? Which one you need nightfall? Explains the Gemara. Mistavra kech de chamira achila de chuma me achila de Meiser. Achinami chamil negia de chuma negia de Meiser. Makes a lot of sense. With regard to eating it, we find that chuma is more chamer than Meiser. You can't eat the chuma until nightfall. So too says the Gemara. With regard to touching, we'll have the same din. Answer number one. Vibayasema. Answer number two. Two, to teach us that with regard to Truma, you need to have Sansa, you need to have Erev Shemesh, even with regard to Nigiyah, touching the 
tshuma. Nigi adi tshuma meyachen afka. We learn from this pasuk. B'chol kodesh lo yisiga. It says you should not touch the kachim. Azhar lo oichelin elan agia. What is the pasuk referring to when it says do not touch the kodesh, eating or touching? Tamalaymer b'chol kodesh lo yisiga. Belamikdash lo yisavay. And a different pasuk says you should not touch the kachim and you should not come into the base of mikdash. So what do we see from this second pasuk? Makish kodesh lo mikdash. It puts together the touching of the Kaidash, of the Kachim, with entering into the Beis HaMikdash. Ma Mikdash, just like when it refers to entering into the Beis HaMikdash, Tavar Shish Benetil Siyashama, there's a Krisos, if someone comes into the Beis HaMikdash, when they're Tamei, they're Chayim, Misa Netil Siyashama, there's Krisos, Av Kaidash, Tavar Shish Benetil Siyashama, O Benegiyah Netil Siyashama, so what's the Torah teaching us, teaching in the Gia is the same level of Zachila, and therefore just like by Truma, when are you allowed to eat the Truma? When there is nightfall, hair of the Shemesh, sunset, so too with regard to Nagia. And that ends the lengthy discussion from yesterday, proving us these three entities. Meister Shani, Chuma, and Kachim have three different times when one becomes Tahar. Meister Shani, one is allowed to both eat and touch, we're learning now, after he goes to the mikvah. Chuma, you're allowed to eat and touch after there's Harav Shemesh, nightfall. And Kachim, you're allowed to eat after you bring the Karban the next morning. And now we go back to the Mishnah from a few days ago, in which the Mishnah taught us Betsuah Daka. All the different issues that one has, male issues, whether his testicles are wounded or crushed, uh, severed, etc., etc. We said you're allowed to eat chuma. However, we said their wives are not allowed to eat. But we said, but if one is married to a kain, and then there's, the husband has an issue, he becomes a psuadaka because shivcha, his testicle is wounded, his, his aver is maimed. We'll see what all these things mean. Then we said, the, and they were not together. The husband and wife did not have relations after he became a psu adaka in the Kruv Shevcha, then she's allowed to, yes, eat Shuma. Just to point out one detail before we see this Gemara, which is going to be a very technical, different details, what exactly it means. These are very, very Nagea, Lachla Maisa nowadays, to figure out different surgical procedures which people have to have at times, whether it's when one gets older, or whether it's when one has different uh, issues, whether he has a din of a Kudshivcha and a Psu Adaka, and then Nafkamina, as we're going to see, is an Isra Daraisa. Whenever you're playing with a Daraisa, it's not, not a simple endeavor, and therefore, it all does come from this Gemara, and as much as it's going to be quite difficult, as we're going to see very technical terms. It's severed, it's cut from the Atara, from the Corona, all the different parts of the Ivar. But let's really understand, the Ramesh has many, many chuvas that come straight from this Gemara, teaching us the Halacha. But let's continue. I'm not saying I'm fluent in these, just the little bit that I do know. Let's continue. Says the Gemara, we're about 15 lines from the bottom of the two dots. Psua Daka. So first of all, says the Gemara, Man Tana Mishameris Labia Psula Daraisa Akala. Says the Akhla, how do we know that one who is awaiting a Bia Psula is still allowed to eat Truma? Because we just said in the Mishnah, if they're married, and then the husband becomes a Psua Daka and a Kuf Shivcha, and as long as they are not together, husband and wife, then she's still allowed to eat Truma. So who is this opinion that says that even though the husband is possible, she's allowed to eat Truma as long as they were not together? I'm Rav Lazim and Machlegish, do you have Rav Shimon, he, Rav Yechlan Amar, Afilu Tim Rameir, it can even be Rameir. Shani Acha, Shekvar Achla. This case is different, says Rameir. This doesn't have to do with the classical Machlaikas, husband and wife, if the wife is awaiting a Biapsula. Because says Rameir, this case is different. She's already been eating Chuma. So it's easier to allow her to continue eating Chuma than to let her start eating Chuma. Rav Lazar, Shekvar Achla, 
Amrin, and he does not believe in that idea. You know why? If you're not going to tell me that, then we have a Bas Yisrael that's married to a Kayin, who mays Baila, and the husband, the Kayin, dies to Eichel. Maybe she should continue eating. Why should Kavar Achla? So says Rav Lazar, I do not hold to this idea. The fact that you once ate Chuma does not give you the liberty to continue eating Chuma. Whereas Rav Yechlan, what is Rav Yechlan? He argues and he says, Awesome, no! Paka Kinyana, Achalai Paka Kinyana. Says Rav Yechlan, is a very, very fundamental difference. Over there, when the husband dies, then what? Pakakinyana, the acquisition is no longer here, and that's why she can't eat Chuma. But in our case, it's Loi Pakakinyana, they're still married. The husband just became puzzle. And therefore, says Rav Yechlan, it's easier to allow this woman who's now married to a husband who's a Kroshivchab Suadaka as an issue, issue with the testicle, with the and other issues, as we'll see, to continue eating Chuma. And now we go into the technical part of Ezehu Psuadaka. What is the science? What is this case? Says the Gemara, Tanura Abanan, eight lines of the Abanam, Ezehu Psuadaka, Koshenifsu, Beitzim Shalah. Says the Gemara, you know, refers to, first two that the Beitzim, the testicles, we'll use the word Beitzim for the duration of the Shir today, but it's referring to the testicles of the Aver. Says the Gemara, it's referring to if the Beitzim were wounded. Even only one of them. Not only even only one. Even if they just had a hole. And even if they became dissolved. And even if it, only part of it is missing. So only their four potential minor, we'll call them. They're missing. They're whole. There's a dissolved of the Beitzim that still renders the person a Ptsua Daka. No, if he only has one beta, he only has a din of a sris chama. A sris chama is a term which refers to that it happened by the sun, which is a term that means it wasn't done by man, it was done by Kaddish Baruch Hu, which is the kasher. So if Yechon and Breka argues, and he says in this case, it's going to be kasher. Says what? How can it be that you're telling me that it is a sris chama? Meaning, because this is something done by man. This was a psuadaka. It just happened to one of the Beitzim, but it wasn't something that happened on its own. Explains the Gemara, you're right. El Arehu Kisris It's similar. The Kasher just means that's the same level that you are Kasher. Ask the Gemara, what's the basic pretense that all of these people are apostle for Chuma? The reason being, apostle Ikuna. The reason being is they can't have children. So ask the Gemara in the Brisa we just listed. There were four different cases we said. So ask the Gemara of if one of them was that the Beitim had a hole in it. Loimailit is such a person not able to have children, which is usually the litmus test whether there is this issue or not, and whether your puzzle. I, I said lakuna, lakuna. Excuse me, your puzzle to marry Klal Yisrael. Vinikev loimailit vahu gaver that selik the dikla. There was a certain person. Went up to a date palm tree, turning over to Ayin Hea Mebeis. Vechir Zei Silva Bebeitim. And what happened? And there was a thorn that made a hole in his beitim. And yet, Venafimenachot de Mugla. Not yet. And excuse me. And there was uh, some uh, pus ooze semen that came out of him. And yet, Violet, he still gave birth. So seemingly, even one who has a hole in the beitim still is able to have children. Explains the Gemara. Shalach Shmuel, Kamei Derav, Amar Lei, Seva Chazar Alban, go check out his children. Main Hea 
he was very nervous, even though he had children, they were nervous that obviously that the wife was Mizanic, because he says Shmuel, it couldn't have been a king from the husband, because the fact that he has a hole in his him, this it makes it unable to have children. Omer of Yudam or Shmuel on a similar topic, four lines from the top. Ptua Daka Bideshamayim Kosher. Ptua Daka that happens Bideshamayim, it happens from heaven, it happens on its own. As we'll see, Rashi points out, what does it mean by Shamayim? Rashi says it means either it happened from birth or it happened from some supernatural occurrence. Then they are kosher. Amar Rava says, Rava, Hainu de Karinan Psua. That's where the word Psua wounded comes from. Lo Karinan Hapatsua doesn't mean the one who is wounded. Meaning, if the Torah said Hapatsua, it would include anyone. Anyone with this issue. Says Rava, the fact that it says Patsua, it hones in on the detail that it has to be man-made. If it happens from heaven, it's not an issue. Similarly, explains the Gemara, Just like a Mamzer is something that someone does on his own, so do a Patsua Daka. So says the Gemara, if it's something that happened by a Shem by birth or something else, supernatural occurrence, then it does not have a din of a ptua daka. Amarava says Rava ptua bikulan. What does it mean ptua? It means bikulan refers to all or any of the reproductive organs. Dach bikulan. Crushed as well means the same thing. And crushed bikulan severed means the same thing. Explains the Gemara. Ptua bikulan. What does it mean that ptua wounded refers to all the reproductive organs? Beishinifsa agid. Beishinifsa beats him. Beishinifsa chute beats him. Three parts of the reproductive uh, tract of the male organs, we have the gate, literally the member, the beitim, as we already said, the testicles, any of the chute beitim, which are the cords, the, the, the duct inside that's bringing the semen from the testicles all the way out. If any one of these three areas are wounded, the person has a din of a psua daka. Similarly, dach. If any of these three areas are crushed, bekulan, bein shenidach, agir, bein shenidach, beitim, bein shenidach, chute beitim. Similarly, cross, if it's severed, bekulan, bein shenikras, agir, bein shenidach, beitim, bein shenidach, chute beitim. So if three, these three parts of the reproductive organs of the man, if any part of them are severed, crushed, or dissolved, then he has this din of Absua Daka. Says the Gemara, Rava, a certain Rav asked Rava, How do you know that the Torah didn't tell us? And again, we have another incredible Limud when the Torah doesn't write specifically what it's referring to, and we have to darshan. The Gemara comes along, says, Let's figure it out. How do you know that Absua Daka refers to Baisim Akam? How do you know it has anything to do with the reproductive system? System. Maybe it means it refers to his head. You know why? Because the Torah, when it talks about Absua Daka, it doesn't talk about his future generations. So Therefore, it's teaching us the Torah is honing in and telling us this is one that cannot have children. So it must be that the melody, the issue, the melody, excuse me. Is with the reproductive organs, etc. Ask them, how do you know? Maybe it just means that it's an Isra about him, but his children are kosher. Maybe it doesn't talk about his children because they're really kosher. The Isra only applies to the parents. And how do you know this is something specifically about the reproductive system? Explains the Gemara. Because the Psua Daka is similar to Kruv Shivcha, it's written together. So what's the Kashi now, obviously? How do you know Kruv Shivcha refers to an issue with the reproductive system? Ask the Gemara. 
Why don't we say, why don't we say that it refers to the Ema Misfase, Mish versus his lip. Maybe he has a crack in his lip and the saliva drips out of his mouth. Maybe that's what the Tayyar is referring to. Says the Gemara, no. Which means a place that it spills and therefore it can't be referring to the mouth. Because the mouth doesn't spill like what has to be referred to. I say Makai that uh, ejaculates and spills it out. My says Gemara one minute maybe it means from your nose that mucus spills out. Mikasiv bishayfech kuv shivchaksiv says Gemara doesn't say in his shayfech which would mean that it's a nose that is something that spills out. Kuv shivchaksiv that what mish al yedei krisa shayfech it's something that the krisa that when there's an issue now it is shayfech now it spills the liquid. But Shaloya Yedekrisa beforehand, Enai Shevech Ella Mikaleach, it shoots it out, which refers to what? That refers to Aisemakaim. Lafuke Haid, Ididi Shevechu. A nose always spills out liquids. But says the Gemara, for the fact that it says, it doesn't say, it doesn't say cross, doesn't say shfaich, rather it says cross shivcha, teaches that via the cross it is shivcha, meaning it is the reproductive system that used to do what? Mikaleach. It would ejaculate, it would shoot it out. But now via this issue it spills, that's how we know it refers to the Reproductive system. Another raya says the Gemara ten lines on the white lines. We must need the tamanemer loyavub to adaka. Vinemer loyavay mamzer malalam. But it's a makmav kam. But it's a makmav we've seen before. Now says the Gemara getting a little bit more technical. What exactly is this cross shivcha? Nikiv lamatamei atara shekinegdai. Says the Gemara lamalamei atara. If there's a hole below the atara, which we've already explained, is the corona is the top. If it goes diagonally, it goes from the top and it comes out from the other side below the atara. He thought that kosher doesn't have dinner kosher shivcha. No, any part of the atara is going to make him not able to have children and therefore considered a cross shivcha. The Mishnah said if there's a little bit left of the atara, even a hair's breadth remaining. Of the Atara, the Corona, the top, it's gonna to make him kosher. So Yasiv Ravina, four lines from the white lines, become my boy late. And he was asking, this hair's breath that needs to be left of the Aver. Alpine Kuloi, Alpine Rubai. Does it have to be left over the entire Aver or just on the majority of the Corona? And it means on the upper side. If it has a cut, like a Kolmes, like a quill pen, which is on a diagonal, then it is kosher. But if it's called like a gutter, then it's going to be possible. Why? Because one, the air could go in, and one, the air cannot go in, and the difference will be whether the zero will be able to come out and still be able to have children. If the air is going to go in, it's going to make the zero, it's going to destroy the zero. Why the opposite? High grid, high low grid. Says Rav Chista, excuse me. Why? Because if it's like the gutter cut, then it does come out properly. The other way, it does not. And Rav Paskins will conclude with this. I'm Rav Chista, and whereas Rav Chista's reasoning, so the fact that it still comes out, the Chavita says, Rava, no, it's like the Barza Chavita, the spigot of a barrel that will eventually will come out, and therefore the Rav Chista's way of explaining is incorrect, and rather Rava passing like Rav Huna, and we'll pick it up from Ravina Mirtashem in the next year.